Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. You're listening to AI Audible, the new narrated article podcast from the Anfield Index podcast channel. Fried Dutch Eggs, English Media Created Clap's Nemesis, by Gotham Rao. We've been through a difficult patch. Liverpool squandered the momentum of late December with a string of lacklustre performances against substantially lesser sides, and we found ourselves teetering on the edge of the Champions League spots and crashing out of both the FA and League Cups. A byproduct of this disappointing run is the first inkling of anti-Klopp sentiment by a very small but very loud section of the bizarre world known as LFC Twitter. Klopp, of course, is not going anywhere. The same can't be said of the ownership and a great many of the players. But Klopp is here to stay, and if the digital reaction to Liverpool's victories over Arsenal and Tottenham are any guide, Klopp is still deeply loved by the strong majority of the fans. Yet the rise of even a smattering of Klopp outers has provided an opening for the re-emergence of Klopp's number one critic, mockingly known as the Dutch Egg, for his anemic Twitter avatar game, Dutch fitness expert Raymond Verheyen. Close listeners to Anfield Index Under Pressure podcast will know by now that Verheyen's shtick is less than convincing. Resident sports science expert Simon Brundish has repeatedly argued that Verheyen's obsession with his own training philosophy, known as periodization, almost predisposes him to lash out at those like Klopp, who use alternative fitness and training models. Verheyen's distasteful behaviour toward the clubs that employed him further sullies his reputation. In 2008, was with the Feyenoord youth ranks, he turned on first-team coach Gertan Verbeek by saying that a rash of injuries could have been prevented easily by balanced training. Mark Hughes has brought Verheyen to Manchester City, but it was Hughes' successor, Roberto Mancini, who would feel the wrath of the Dutchman. Mancini's double sessions exposed City's squad to injuries and cost the club millions of pounds. Manchester City responded by smartly observing that there was an odd coincidence between the timing of Verheyen's criticism coming as it did several months after he'd been sacked by the club. But Verheyen's most craven performance came as a member of the Wales coaching staff in December 2011 after the tragic suicide of manager Gary Speed Verheyen declared himself the chosen one. It was Gary's wish that he be named the new Wales manager, explained Verheyen. For this, Verheyen received a richly deserved public flogging by former Welsh international Ewan Roberts, who complained loudly to the BBC about the unsavoury angling for the manager's post only days after Speed's death. Make no mistake, Verheyen, a man who has won just about nothing in a journeyman career, has gone after successful managers in the Premier League and beyond. Wenger, Marino, Pochettino, Conte, Zidane. It was Ray Wilkins who captured the likely bewilderment of these managers at being attacked by a man of Verheyen's low standing. Raymond, first and foremost, is a fitness coach. Do not talk tactically about football. You are a fitness coach. Get on with what you do. 
said Ray. But Verhane is not just a fitness coach. He's a man obsessed with hearing his own voice. And Verhane's notorious penchant for self-promotion is most clearly visible in his persistent hectoring of Klopp. There is a method to Verhane's madness. His tactics are to either hide in the tall grass and pounce on injury news to blame Klopp, or to make vague and ominous claims about the carnage to come. An example of his sniper tactic came over the 15-16 festive season. Liverpool were already struggling with injuries before Klopp arrived, so to introduce this pressing game over this busy period was asking for trouble, wrote the Dutchman, before concluding by calling Klopp's method Russian roulette. In the summer of 2016, he resorted to his other tactic. In past weeks, media reported how intelligent coaches like Conte and Klopp do too much too soon with double and triple sessions in pre-season, he said. So the stage was set for any injury to befall a Liverpool or Chelsea player. A month or so later, when Daniel Sturridge took a knock, the same Daniel Sturridge who has suffered injuries for many years, Verheyen reminded us that he told us so. Rinse and repeat. In October 2016, Verheyen again set himself up for glory. Because of Klopp's intense training and playing style, it's very likely that Liverpool's players will struggle in the last months of the season, he said. Struggle how? Would Klopp's training methods be the specific reason that Liverpool missed out on the treble? Would the entire squad be out with injury? The specifics, of course, matter little to Verheyen. But when trouble came for Liverpool this past January, with an insane fixture schedule and the departure of Sadio Mane for the Africa Cup of Nations, Verheyen again patted his own back. Why are so many people surprised about Liverpool fading in the second half of a season? Klopp has run his players into the ground during pre-season. Consequently, players cannot perform during an entire season, he said. For his part, Klopp has shown remarkable restraint in responding to Verhein, perhaps most memorably alluding to an annoying Dutch guy fitness expert during a press conference. One wishes that the English football media were able to match Klopp's restraint, the sheer amount of articles sourced only from Verheyen's boorish Twitter feed or from solicited quotations from the Dutch guy are evidence that the press is the one stoking a feud between a world-class manager and a purportedly reputable critic. But that is far from the truth of what's playing out in these websites and newspapers. You may disagree with Klopp's tactics and call him out for his errors in preparation or during matches, but Klopp is among the top managers in the world. Raymond Verheyen is something else. He's the human personification of the term that has come to loom so large over our digital culture. Troll. In a recent attempt to discourage trolls like Verhane from influencing public dialogue, Twitter made it easier to mute or silence those eggs that lack complete personal profiles. But Verhane is not Twitter's problem. Rather, it is the English media that has an effect created the Raymond Verhane that we know. Hopefully they begin to realise that they've played the role of enabling his narcissism and begin to ignore Vahain for good. I think Gotham has nicely articulated something that has been very much um, a sort of hot-button issue since Klopp took over, and that is the whole effect that the training methods have on the squad. And of course, the major critic being this Vahain guy. Now, I will hold my hands up and admit that I have not really followed this as closely as um, probably an awful lot of other people have. I certainly haven't engaged with it in any way, shape or form. I don't know a lot about this guy. I've seen the quotes like everybody else. I've used them in my own pieces and had a little bit of a giggle. 
But I've also heard one or two people try to put forward a case for a positive review of his ideas. So instead of being completely partisan, I will say that I don't really have the wherewithal to comment on this um, as well as, as Gotham seems to have informed himself. He's, he seems to be far more in the know about what has happened, what's been said. And I would imagine if these quotes and the sequence of them is anything to go by that he's got it spot on. To bring it back to the more specific Liverpool-related thing, I I really genuinely do think it will be interesting to see how we finish the season. This will be Klopp's first full campaign, and it will be, like I say, incredibly interesting to see if the energy levels are right there till the end of May or middle, middle of May or whatever it is, because you do get the feeling that we're going to need them. You do get the feeling that if we are going to pull off this top four finish, and it will be an achievement don't fool yourself about that it will be an achievement and if we do pull it off you do get the impression that these guys are going to have to be bang at it like they were in the last game really up for it let's see how it goes against Burnley thank you for listening to AI Audible you can read this episode's article along with many others on anfieldindex.com you can download our AI channel app on iOS and Android and you can find all our AI Audible episodes on Twitter at AI Audible and on anfieldindex.com 